This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Amen, everybody. Welcome aboard. My name is Shannon Davis, the Omega Man. And this broadcast is going live now, here on Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. Perhaps you were able to join us this morning. We did three international shows. They're already in the archives. We had Elvis Newhart, Michael Cummins, and David Measure. That began at uh, 9 a.m took a break. We're back for evening programs. Frank Marzullo coming up at the top of the hour. Later on, Doug Perry. And I'm excited to be here with you tonight. Tomorrow, we're going to have Gary Stafford and special guest Bonnie Jones. Zoe Eddy is back. Return of Barry McAlpin from the Gold Coast of Australia. And then Joseph Jasinski. Friday, we're going to be doing an early show beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern with Peter Torres followed by John Terrell, Charles Jernigan, Rose Betancourt from Miracle Valley, Arizona, and then Dr. Hansen, World Ministries International, maybe E.J. Buckhart, actually. That'll be doing Friday night's program. So uh, we're just getting started. Well, I've got all the shows, as I mentioned, uploaded for you. Help yourself. The archive is growing by the day. You can get that by going to my website, omegamanradio.com. You'll see a link there to the archives. You can also get the Podbean app. All the shows are free, free to listen to, free to download. So help yourself, and please help us get the word out. Share these with a friend. We need word-of-mouth advertising. We're in a world of over 200,000 podcasts and more every day being added, so anything we can do to get the word out, is much appreciated and will help us grow. 
Well, we're going to kick off today's program uh, with Speak My Word. Sister Adrian Morales could not be with us tonight, but we will have her back on uh, in February. Lift up her family in prayer. They're battling the flu. Okay. It was my hope and desire to get back to America this week to attend the Men's Fellowship Conference, which is going to kick off tomorrow night. But I wasn't able to pull it all together in time. A few things I'm still waiting on here, such as my international driver's license. So time comes I can't come back to America and at least can drive as an Indonesian, if you will. <laughs> I'm hoping to go back and get my American driver's license. That's the reason I need to go back, really, uh, and do some other things. I, need, I haven't been back in seven and a half years, but it, it wasn't to be, and um, maybe that trip will be in the near future. At any rate, um, we're here, and if you're a man of God out there and want to attend the Men's Fellowship Conference, not too late. It'll be uh, Thursday through Sunday. Hegwish Baptist Church, hbcdelivers.org. And then three times a year, they'll have family workshops. Everybody's invited, and you should get everybody you can into a car and take them up there. I've been to um, Hegwish a couple times, and I really enjoyed it. And I hope to get there again in the near future, be a part of it. And maybe it'll be uh, a little bit warmer. Right now, I'm sure there's snow. But, you know, that's okay. As long as you got an all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, whatever, get around. Okay. Well, that being said, we're going to get into the Word of God tonight. Let's pray. Father, Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ, Father God, over this program, over all of our family, over everyone tuning in, their family members. We thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. We invite the Holy Ghost to come and open the scripture for us. God, show us things that we have not seen before. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your scripture. Guide and direct our steps. Surround us with your warrior angels. Put a hedge of protection, wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around each person tuning in and our families today. We cover us again all in the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God, for this opportunity. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. We're going to be picking up where we left off. 1 Samuel chapter 13. Saul, talking about the newly appointed King Saul, reigned one year. And when he had reigned two years over Israel, Saul chose him 3,000 men of Israel, whereof 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash and in Mount Bethel, and 1,000 were with Jonathan in Gibeah Benjamin. And the rest of the people he sent every man to his tent. And Jonathan smote the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba. And the Philistines heard of it, and Saul blew the trumpet, throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard say that Saul had smitten a garrison of the Philistines, and that Israel also was had an abomination with the Philistines. 
and the people were called together after Saul to Gilgal. And the Philistines gathered themselves together to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. And they came up and pitched in Michmash, eastward from Beth Haven. When the men of Israel saw that they were in a strait, for the people were distressed. <clears throat> then the people did hide themselves in caves and in thickets and in rocks and in high places and in pits. Some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. And he tarried seven days, according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. And Saul said, Bring here a burnt offering to me, and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. And it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of the offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came. And Samuel went out to meet him that he might salute him. Samuel said, What hast thou done? And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Michmash, therefore said I, The Philistines will come down now upon me to Gilgal, and I have not made supplication unto Jehovah. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of Jehovah thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would Jehovah have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. Jehovah hath sought him a man after his own heart. And Jehovah hath commanded him to be captain over his people. Because thou hast not kept that which Jehovah commanded thee. Samuel rose and got him up from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. And Saul numbered the people that were present with him about six hundred men. And Saul and Jonathan his son and the people that were present with them abode in Gibeah of Benjamin. But the Philistines encamped at Mishmash. And the spoilers came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned unto the way that leadeth to Ophrah, unto the land of Shual. And another company turned the way to Bethoron. And another company turned to the way of the border that looketh to the valley of Zeboim, toward the wilderness. Now there was no smith, as in a blacksmith, that could make weapons. Found throughout all the land of Israel, for the Philistines said, Unless the Hebrews make them swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen every man his plowshare, like his pitchfork, and his coulter, and his axe, and his mattock. 
going to stop there, right there. What is a uh, coulter? Not familiar with that. Okay, it's a vertical cutting blade fixed in front of a plowshare. And what about is what about a matic? Let's go to Google. It's an agricultural tool shaped like a pickaxe. Has a chisel edge at the ends of the head. Yeah, I've seen those. Pickaxe. Oh man, can you imagine? Fighting with a pickaxe. Wouldn't want to get hit with that. Whoo. Just take off chunks of your body. Yet had yet they had a file for the mattocks and the coulters, and for the forks, for the axes, and to sharpen the goads. What is a goad? It's a stick, a spiked stick used for driving cattle. Look, they're going to war. They're outnumbered. And they don't even have swords. Spears. Nothing like that. And now Saul has done something foolish. He has offered a sacrifice to God himself and he wasn't supposed to do that that was only for the Levitical priest so it came to pass in the day of battle that there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people that were with Saul and Jonathan but with Saul and with Jonathan his son was there found there was like one sword for Saul and one for Jonathan everybody else had agricultural tools of course a pitchfork wouldn't be a bad weapon how are you going to stop a pitchfork hmm. it's like a trident just skinnier and the garrison of the Philistines went out to the passage of Michmash let's keep reading First Samuel chapter 14 now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan the son of Saul said unto the young man that bare his armor, Come and let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. And Saul tarried in the uttermost part of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree which is in Migron. And the people that were with him were about six hundred men. And Ahiah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, Yehovah's priest in Shiloh, wearing an ephod. And the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. Let me, uh, let me think about that one for a minute. So, of course, Eli was... He died. He fell off of a bench and broke his neck when he heard that the ark was taken and his sons Phineas and his brother were killed in battle. And Phineas's wife, who was pregnant with Ichabod, heard the news that her husband had died in battle 
and she went into labor and had Ichabod, named him Ichabod because it said the glory of the Lord has departed from us. She died. And there was a curse on Eli's family for his sin of letting his sons play the sons of Belial there at the temple. They were brute forcing the temple sacrifice and taking what they wanted. They were having relations with women that would come up there with their families to offer sacrifice at the temple of the Lord. They were doing wickedly. God smote both of them. So Ichabod's born. And he had a brother, apparently. Ahitub. And this was his nephew, Ahia. Okay. And just as God had said, they would uh, basically be cursed and uh, they'd be basically vagabonds and they would come back and say, you know, give us any job that we can have something to eat and we'll, you know, serve the temple. So that's what he's doing. And between the passages, excuse me, and the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over unto the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on the one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of the one was Bozes. And the name of the other was Sini. The forefront of the one was situated northward over against Mishmash, or is it Mikmash? I think I like Mikmash better. And the other southward over against Gibeah. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come, and let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that Yehovah will work for us. For there is no restraint to Yehovah to say by many or by few. And that's true today, folks. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, Tarry until we come to you, then we will stand in our place, and we will not go up unto them. But if they say to us, Come up unto us, then we will go up, for Yahovah hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they have hid themselves. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me, for Yehovah hath delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands and upon his feet, and his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan, and his armor bearer slew after him. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor bearer made was about twenty men. Within as it were a half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. And there was trembling in the host and the field and among all the people, the garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled, and the earth quaked. So it was a very great trembling. And the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, 
And behold, the multitude melted away. And they were on beating down one another. They fled. Then said Saul unto the people that were with him, Number now, and see who has gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor bearer were not there. And Jonathan said unto Aiah, Bring here the ark of God, for the ark of God was at that time with the children of Israel. It came to pass, while Saul talked unto the priests, that the noise that was in the host of the Philistines went on and increased. And Saul said unto the priest, Withdraw thine hand. And Saul and all the people that were with him assembled themselves, and they came to battle, to the battle, and behold, every man's sword was against his fellow. And there was a very great discomfiture. It's chaos. Moreover, the Hebrews that were with the Philistines before that time, which went up with them into the camp from the country round about, even they also turned to be with the Israelites that were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel, which had hid themselves in Mount Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them in the battle. Everybody jumped in together to go after the Philistines. In other words, so Yehovah saved Israel that day, <clears throat> and the battle passed over unto Bethaven. The men of Israel were distressed that day. For Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food until evening, that I may be avenged on my enemies. So none of the people tasted any food, and all they of the land came to a wood, and there was honey upon the ground. And when the people were coming to the wood, behold, the honey dropped. But no man put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan heard not when his father had charged the people with this oath. Wherefore he put forth the end of the rod that was in his hand, and dipped it in a honeycomb, and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes were enlightened. You ever had a craving for something sweet, and you go in there and have a spoonful of honey? I'll do that sometimes. Last night, though, I found some chocolate. I will confess that I had my cheat day, and I ate it. Mom thought she had hit it. I'm very good at finding things. And now I know why the boys are like that. They ate my breadsticks the other day. I had these uh, breadsticks for communion, and I went up there. They're all gone. They ate them. I had to laugh because they know how to find things. Then answered one of the people and said, Thy father straightly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food this day. And the people were faint. Then said Jonathan, My father hath troubled the land. See, I pray you how mine eyes have been enlightened because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more if happily the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies which they found. For had there not been now a much greater slaughter among the Philistines, the people were hungry. They'd fought all day with no food. And they smote the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon, and the people were very faint, they're very weak. And the people flew upon the spoil and took sheep and oxen and calves and slew them on the ground, and the people did eat them with the blood. Wow. 
Then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people sinned against Yehovah, and that they ate with the blood. And he said, Ye have transgressed. Roll a great stone unto me this day. Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people, and say to them, Bring me here every man his ox, and every man his sheep, and slay them here and eat, and sin not against Yehovah, and eating with the blood. And all the people brought every man his ox with him that night, and slew them there. And Saul built an altar unto Yehovah. The same was the first altar that he built unto Yehovah. Saul said, And let us go down after the Philistines by night, and spoil them until the morning light. And let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatsoever seemeth good unto thee. Then said the priest, Let us draw near hither unto God. And Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines, and wilt thou deliver them into the hand of Israel? But God answered him not that day. And Saul said, Draw ye near hither all the chief of the people, and know and see wherein this sin hath been this day. For as Jehovah liveth, which saveth Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people that answered him. Then said he unto all Israel, Be ye on one side, and I and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. And the people said unto Saul, Do what seemeth good unto thee. Therefore Saul said unto Jehovah, God of Israel, Give a perfect lot. And Saul and Jonathan were taken, but the people escaped. Saul said, Cast lots between me and Jonathan my son. And Jonathan was taken. Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what thou hast done. And Jonathan told him and said, I did taste but taste a little honey with the end of the rod that was in mine hand, and lo, I must die. Saul said, God do so, and more also, for thou shalt surely die, Jonathan. And the people said unto Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who hath wrought this great salvation in Israel? God forbid. As Jehovah liveth, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground for he hath wrought with God this day so the people rescued Jonathan that he died not then Saul went up from the falling from falling the Philistines and the Philistines went to their own place so Saul took the kingdom over Israel and fought against all his enemies on every side against Moab and against the children of Ammon and against Edom and against the kings of Zobah and against the Philistines. And whithersoever he turned himself, he vexed them. And he gathered a host, and smote the Amalekites, and delivered Israel out of the hands of them that spoiled them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, and Eshui, and Melchishua. And the names of his two daughters were these, the names of the firstborn, Merab, and the name of the younger, Michal. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. 
and the name of the captain of his host was Abner, the son of Ner, Sam's uncle. Saul's uncle. And Kish was the father of Saul, and there the father Abner was the son of Abiel. And there was sore war against the Philistines all the days of Saul, and when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he took him unto him. Okay, for the uh, Old Testament reading today, we're going to stop there. We did 1 Samuel 13 and 14. Let's take a break. Go to a song or so. If you want to check out my website, it is omegamanradio.com. Man, I sure do miss that guy. That was a soul man, Italo Marti. He went home to be with the Lord a few years ago, and um, many a program we did together. And he was a great musician. And I uh, hope the Lord will let him hear some of that song tonight. I'm going to get to see him again. He was a great man of God and loved Jesus and played for the Lord. He was also a, uh, a great uh, architectural engineer. He would do blueprints and things. Well, welcome back to our program. We've lost a lot of people on this program over the years. I think uh, I've had 30 or so people on this program who have went home to be with the Lord Jesus. And it's hard to replace them. And um, praise God, though, for the time we had with them. And we'll see them again when Jesus returns. Amen. Or we go home to be with him, whichever comes first. Praise the Lord. Okay, we're going to continue this program, and coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to have uh, Brother Frank Marzullo. So you don't want to miss that. Later on, Doug Perry. Okay, we're going to go over and pick back up in Matthew, and uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 26. I'm going to reread 26, and it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these things, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover. And the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety, excuse me, to kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on Jesus' head, as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you. But me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve disciples, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest, and said unto them, 
What will ye give me? And I will deliver Jesus unto you. And they covenanted with him. They cut a deal for 30 pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity, talking about Judas, to betray Jesus. Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, excuse me, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And Jesus said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now when the evening was come, Jesus sat down with the twelve. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceeding sorrowful, and began every one of them to say to him, Lord, is it I? And Jesus answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said. He confirmed it. In other words, you're correct, just as you've said it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Then saith Jesus unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night before the cock crow, Thou shalt deny me thrice. Think about that in the context of uh, what does it mean to be offended? Parable of the sower, with anon with joy, some received the word. But when persecution came for the cause of Christ, they were offended, fell away. What offends people? Being the potential for being persecuted or actual persecution that they're subjected to and they don't want to be persecuted. So they deny Christ. Save their necks. 
to avoid persecution. Just like some are going to take the mark that are going to church right now because they're going to get offended. Well, I didn't sign up for being jailed, losing my job, losing my head. And they're going to deny Christ and take the mark, worship the beast, and be damned. These people were offended. He's telling them they're going to be offended. Speaking of what's about to happen, as he's arrested, they don't want to be chance being arrested. People are going to flee. Flee persecution. And those who get cornered, as we'll see, will deny Jesus. He's saying, Peter, you're going to deny me thrice for the cockroach. Peter said to him, Though I shall die with you, yet why not deny you? Likewise also said all the disciples. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here, while I go and pray yonder. And Jesus took with him Peter, and the two sons of Zebedee, that was James and John, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. Stay with me. And Jesus went a little further, fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. It's okay to ask the Father things, but no, uh, we might not get our way. And acknowledge to the Lord, Lord, not my will, thy will be done. Nonetheless, I pray that way. How about you? Lord, I'd like to do this. If it's not your will, so be it. Thy will be done. It's the best way to pray. And he cometh, Jesus cometh unto the disciples and found them asleep. Saith unto Peter, What, could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye, talking about the whole group, not enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak temptation to be tempted to do what fall away shirk back same with us today we need to watch and pray that we enter not into temptation ask God for strength to endure to the end know that persecution tribulation are coming They go with the job of serving Christ. Jesus said, if they persecute me, they'll persecute you. Is the servant greater than the master? Of course not. Jesus went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, there's no other way than for me to 
go forward and die. Thy will be done. And Jesus came and found them asleep again. For their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto them, Sleep on now, take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves, like staffs, sticks, from the chief priest and the elders of the people. Now Judas, that betrayed him, gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, the same as he, hold him fast. Take him, you know, grab a hold of him, don't let him go. And forthwith Judas came to Jesus and said, Hell, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said to him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? What are you here to do? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And behold, one of them, which were with Jesus, stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then said Jesus unto him, Put up again thy sword into his place, for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled that thus it must be? And, you know, as we were discussing earlier today with David Measures, you know, when we're talking about the end times, folks, we can't stop the end times from happening. They're coming. They have to come for scripture to be fulfilled. It's coming. Like it or not. All of Revelation is going to happen just as it has been written. And the other prophecies. It's coming. What we can do is prepare ourselves to endure to the end. Say, you know what? I will probably not get out of here alive. And very possibly I will have to die as a martyr. For it's over with. Or otherwise, you would deny Christ and take that mark and be damned to hell. But so be it. I will not deny Christ. I will drink that cup that he drank. And I will receive a crown of righteousness. Be absent from the bodies, be present from the Lord. They can kill the body. Don't fear him that can kill the body. Jesus said, but fear him that can not only kill the body, but put you in the lake of fire for eternity. For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain, Paul said. I fully expect God as a martyr. That's just the reality of the time we're living in. And um, all the disciples died for Christ. How much more? 
should you and I be ready to give our lives for Christ. Going as far as we can for Him, obeying the Great Commission, preaching the gospel, getting people water baptized, with signs that fall them that believe, casting out devils in Jesus' name, speaking in tongues, laying hands on the sick that they recover, standing with Israel as the world stands against it, feeding the poor, helping the widows, the orphans, those in disaster, occupying till Jesus comes or takes us home. Because I really do believe we're in the time of the end. And the time of the end says there will be war on the saints. Coming very clear who is opposing the World Economic Forum and the New World Order and COP28 is Christians. Who's opposing the vaccine? It's Christians. And the New World Order knows this and they hate us for it. They're trying to destroy us. And very soon, we'll be the ones that are chased like those that are being chased from January 6th, those that were guilty of nothing, most of them, nothing. They were framed. They're being hunted down and arrested. It's coming. It's already happening to Christians in North Korea, China. Been going on for a very long time in many of these countries. Iran, many Arab nations, wasn't long ago they were burning churches over here in Indonesia. Suicide bombers driving right into a church service. It's happening. It's going to get worse before Christ comes back. So prepare for the worst and endure to the end and be safe. And you will not be offended because you knew it was coming. And you say, If Christ gave all for me, how much more do I owe all of me for him? Nothing to be afraid about. God will be with us if that's the way we go, or he may keep you alive to the last trump. Be caught up. Could die of old age. People going out all the time. He might promote you. Took Brother Scott Lathrop a few weeks ago. He's with Jesus tonight. Praise the Lord. We'll get to see him again. Scripture must be fulfilled, folks. In that same hour, verse 55, said Jesus to the multitudes, Are ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with you teaching the temple, and ye laid no hold on me. But all this was done, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. There they went. They, they got offended. They didn't want to be captured, tortured, or killed. And they that laid hold on Jesus and led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and elders were assembled. But Peter followed Jesus afar off unto the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priest and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death. But found none. Yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none. And at the last came two false witnesses, and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God, and to build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witnesses, which these witness against thee? But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said to him, I adjure thee by the living God, 
that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God. Jesus saith unto them, Thou hast said. Now, in the English of the King James, thou hast said is, means you said correctly. Exactly. Just as you said. Once again, people say, where did Jesus say he was the Son of God? He was Christ. Right here. Nevertheless, I send you, hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. He's telling you, he's going to be sitting on the right hand of God the Father. Coming in the clouds of heaven, he said, me and the Father are one. He said he's the Son of God, that he is God. God is a title for the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, but there's three persons. Yahovah, the Father, Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All three are God, but the three individuals. Then the high priest rent his clothes, ripped them off, saying, He hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold now, ye have heard his blasphemy. What think ye? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Then did they spit in his face and buffeted him, pushed him around, others smote him with the palms of their hands saying, Prophesy unto us, thou Christ. Who is he that spoke thee? Now Peter sat without in the palace. And a damsel came unto him, saying, You also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what you say. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were, were there, This fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, Peter denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while, came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. He was offended. He didn't want to go in there and be arrested and and die. Be tortured. Be beat. He denied Christ. I don't even know the guy. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice, three times. Peter went out and wept bitterly. We're going to have to stop there. Uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, Speak My Word. We did 1 Samuel 13 and 14 and Matthew 26. Let me save this. We're right on time. Frank Marzullo coming up next. Be ready to refresh. <laughs> 